Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Better Living, a show about the people and organizations that make an impact in our area. I'm your host, Nick Carismi. C5 Youth Foundation of Texas are the subject of today's show. While setting up the interview, Executive Director Danny Bethune contacted me and very casually asked me if it was cool if Darren Woodson stopped by for an interview. I, of course, said yes, so he will be joining us later in the show. But we are going to start things off with Danny. She is C5's brand new Executive Director. Yes. How are you today? I'm well and you, Nick. I'm doing great. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, Our friend, Aaliyah Henry, hooked me up with this interview. She said... You've got to figure out what they're doing over at C5. That's right. Texas, C5 Texas. We yes, C5 that. Texas. Yes. Uh, and here we are. I'm glad that you're in today. Thank All right. you. So we always start out with the basics. What is this organization? What do you guys do? Yes. So C5 Youth Foundation of Texas um, is here to change the odds for high potential youth from a risk and environment. So we do that through our five C's. So our five C's stand for character driven, community focused, challenge ready, committed to a better future, and college bound. So that's kind of what makes this C5 thing work. And so every year, as kids come through the program, that's what we're focused on for them. So this is a five-year intensive curriculum-based leadership program that we offer to Texas youth. That's what this is. At its core, it's a leadership Leadership organization for teens. Yes, yes. And the goal is to help them graduate out of college. I mean, uh, the goal is to help them graduate from high school and then go on to college. What I saw on the website, which is c5texas.org, you guys boast a 100% high school graduation rate. We do. We do. And we boast now also a 98% a college acceptance rate for our leaders. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so we call our students leaders because that's what we are grooming them to be. So we recruit students out of the seventh grade. And then the summer of their seventh grade year, they go to a 25-day camp in Killeen. They do that for two years. Wow. Um, and then during the school year, we're doing... Um, Programs that's focused on leadership development, college and career, community action and social awareness. The third year they're in the program, we take them hiking to the Tetons National Park. So I looked it up. Uh, yes. I, I wasn't familiar with it. I looked it up. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. So for some of these kids, this will be their first airplane ride. Especially at that age, too. Yes, especially that. And especially the environment that our leaders come from. So yeah. we are looking for kids that may be the first person in their family to go to college. Mm. Um, they are maybe from a single parent household, a low income household or may just live in a neighborhood where there's not a lot of opportunity or exposure, right? And so the program seeks to look for those kids that are kind of the ones that are 
in the back of the room, right. not the front of the room. So we're looking for students that have a 2.5 GPA, but not a 4.0 GPA. You know, we're looking for the student that's not the athlete, mm-hmm. but the child that's probably in theater or band or the, something that is not your traditional um, kind of school athletics, right? Yeah. Um, so we're looking for the student that could possibly be overlooked, but their counselor, a teacher, a parent has said, this child has great potential. We just need somebody to help them bring it out of them. And we know they can be a leader in their community if done so. You said seventh grade. I'm bad about this. What age is that roughly? So that is your... 13, 14-year-olds, that's the perfect age, right? I was just going to say, yeah. normally at this point in the interview, I have to say, well, why this age? Exactly. I, I think it speaks for itself. That yeah. is a transformative time for a human being, and it could be a great opportunity to figure out exactly where you're going to start pushing your life. Like, what direction are you going to go into you guys grab them at that age and you yeah. start pushing them towards that leadership capacity and role. Yeah. So what I, what I was going to say, there are not a lot of programs in the community that focus on middle schools. And yeah. that is a pivotal age for children that a lot more organizations should really look into how can we best serve them there and then help to lead them up to their high school years. And so that's what we do. And we're catching them at seventh grade and we stay with them until they graduate out of high school and into their first year of college. So we're talking about a very long term relationship mm. that we are building with these children over the years. So it's not a one year program, a six month you're talking about a committed five years that we're making an investment in this human being. And so they, they, their lives become our lives. I didn't realize that they went into college. I thought it kind of ended once they graduated high school. No. So, yes, we do have a college persistence aspect to our program. So we are looking to um, and expand that along the way. But we do look to see if our students go into their first year of college, how they make it into their first year. And as we get more funding and get more staffing and things like that, we will be looking to see and watch those kids actually graduate, but then also partnering with other nonprofit organizations that do some of that college persistence work mm-hmm. um, to then say, hey, we can share some we can share some kids and share some success. Right. Of all the things that you could teach kids at this age, why leadership and what does C5 Texas consider to be a leader? Why is that so important? This is what the whole organization is about. Yeah. So the program was started from this is a Coca-Cola product. So that's what. <laughs> so literally, um, the president of Coca-Cola, John Elms, um, used to take kids to his ranch in Wyoming and said that, hey, I know there are some aspects that if we teach children, they'll become leaders in their community and go on to college. Um, so he was really focused on the leadership development, the community action, social awareness and college and career preparation. Mm. So this is one reason why there is that focus for our program in those areas um, because he knew that if you gave kids all four of those things, that that would actually help them to graduate out of high school and get in college. So some of our focus is that we are working to build strong relationships, that these children build strong relationships between youth and adults so that they know how to interact with adults in a respective manner. You've got to learn how to do that Um, at that age. Yes, you do. It's important. It's very important. Um, We're also introducing them to new concepts and action and initiative. Mm -hmm. That's why that hiking trip that 25 days away from home is so important because we're also trying to teach um, growth mindset, critical thinking skills, collaboration and responsibility, perseverance. I saw on the <laughs> website just the, the words that are used to describe what the kids are doing and how they're doing it are very deliberate and it very plan so. and execute. Yes. 
things like that where it's not you're you're not just handing something to these kids it sounds like you're really inviting them into the process to help themselves move along and then that becomes part of what they're learning. Yeah, so each year is a build upon the next year. So everything they learn in their first year is going to help them in their second year, help them in their third year, their fourth fourth year, their fifth year to eventually graduate out of high school. Mm -hmm. So because it is curriculum-based, we have actually done the work that proves that what we're providing to kids in this program gets them not only out of high school but into college and also makes them a successful person. But at the end of the day, they become a leader for their community. And that leadership looks different across the board. So for some of these kids, they'll be an advocate to keep a grocery, to get a grocery store in our neighborhood. For some kids, they'll just be an advocate to, to stand up for themselves and stand up for other people. And so you need those people that can learn to have a voice in this world Mm -hmm. um, when oftentimes it can be uh, overshadowed with other noise. So we're helping them to really stand up for themselves, which gives them a strength, a sense of strength that they can achieve anything. And I think that's the reason why that hiking trip is also important because you have kids and they'll be the first one in their family to go to college. And so that can be scary. Right. And, and And in your mind, you can say, well, no one else in my family did it. So I probably won't be able to do it. But once you have hiked 36 miles and you were carrying 30% of your body weight on your back, I promise you. It, so <laughs> I, I was I was reading about that as well. It's called the Bridges Leadership Challenge. Yes. It sounds, I, I believe it's 15 days of training for a seven-day hike, hike through the Teton Tons. Valley, which is yes. up in Idaho. Um, yeah, in Idaho, Wyoming okay. area. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. I mean, yeah. that is a, a monumental task. And it is. That is certainly something that a person is going to remember for their entire lives. And once you get through something like that, that is going to give you a boost of, of self-esteem and self-confidence. Right. And it's going to carry you through to bigger and better things. Which is why after that after that, that hiking trip, we do a road to college. Mm. Because now we're introducing you to the world of college and what that looks like for you and that it's not a scary thing, right? And so we do an eight to 10 day trip. The kids pick their own colleges that they want to go to. They plan where they're going to stay, what they're going to eat, what community service project they're going to do in whatever city they land in. Yeah. I mean, then on their final year, they do a social awareness project where this year our, our leaders are focused on homelessness. And so they look at some of the root causes of the issue at hand and they talk to community leaders, government leaders to then say, how do we then help to solve this issue so we bring attention to it but then how do we help solve it as leaders in our community does this process help them narrow down what they want to do in college definitely yeah because we're also introducing them to career exploration so we're working with corporations to talk to them about you know every kid says they want to be an engineer but they really don't know and so they go to one of our companies and then it's like okay well listen I don't want to be a civil engineer I may want to be a mechanical engineer so it gives them an opportunity to learn that and then also one other thing um, I think about real estate real estate is a very multifaceted industry yeah so it helps these kids to get exposure to something that they don't even really know about you know, some of them live in apartments. They may not ever real understand sure. residential residential yeah. real estate, let alone commercial real estate. Like, I mean, just yeah, it opens up a world. So. Absolutely. Are you saying that a lot of the kids are interested in engineering? Now, a lot of the kids are interested in a lot of things. OK. Yeah, they're interested in a lot of things. But when you talk about but for some of them, you say engineer and they're just like, I want to be an engineer, not knowing it is a plethora really know. yeah. of engineers and different types of engineering that you can go into. I think you mentioned it already. Are kids nominated 
for C5 Texas? How do they get to be a part of the organization? Yes. So we work with um, middle schools and um, other community organizations, churches, um, parents, and they are nominated by a counselor, a, a pastor, um, a teacher, an assistant principal will nominate the student to the program. And then from there, we send them the application, which it is not easy. I mean, it is. And there are requirements there to are stay requirements in the program. To stay in the program. Yes, they are required to submit their uh, report card every semester. They need a B average? A B average, a 2.5 or better. Right. Um, and then they also are required to complete 40 plus hours of community service every year. And then they also are required to attend the Pathways, our educational sessions that we provide to them. And then it is mandatory that they go to the, one of the summer experiences. I like that you guys have stuff set up for summer and also during Year-round. the school year. It's got to be, it's definitely important to make sure that they're doing something year-round. Yes, and I think what makes our program also unique is because a lot of times programs are focused on just the school year. Mm-hmm. And so when the summertime comes, they don't have any contact with the kids until school starts again. And it sounds like you save the fun stuff for the summer. We do save the fun stuff for the summer. Not only that, a lot of these kids don't go on summer vacation. They mm-hmm. don't do a lot during the summer. So to go off for 25 days to a summer camp, which summer camp on its own can be expensive, for just a regular family. Oh, crazy expensive, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just for a regular family, but let alone all of our services are free to these people. All of the services we provide are free to our students. I would have loved this when I was a kid. Me too. This sounds great. How let, let's let's kind of get to that. Yeah. You are now the executive director yes. of this organization, but as you mentioned to me off mic, you have not been for very long. No. <laughs> not at all. How long have you been with the organization? I've been with the organization five months. How does it feel? Like four years. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're getting just getting your feet wet and getting it all figured out. I yeah. mean, where I, I love talking to people that just start with an organization, especially one like this. You've got a lot to do, but there's a lot of enthusiasm exactly. that is it put behind that. How do you feel being the executive director of this organization? What do you want to do for C five Texas? Yeah. So first I feel I have a very great sense of pride that I'm a part of this organization. Because for me, I get to leave a legacy. And that legacy is every time we help a student graduate out of high school and go to college and then eventually graduate out of college, we have now left a legacy that's not only on the on the child, it's on the family. We are working to really change some circumstances and situations for not only the student, but also some of their siblings who will maybe eventually be able to be a part of the program, too. For a mother to be proud of the fact that she has two or three kids that have gone to college and graduate. So right there alone just gives me such a sense of pride and a sense of legacy that I'm able to leave just being the executive director. I think for me, the thing I want to see, I want to see more kids in the program. You know, I want us to have just a plethora of kids that are that are crawling and wanting um, to do this work and to be in it for the long haul. Five mm-hmm. years is a really long time it is. to be in a program. Right. And where it is. And, but it's consistent. It is consistent. Right. So I think that's what makes the difference is that no matter what, we're keeping in contact with these students all year round, not just doing a certain time frame. And so I think that would be the first thing I want. I just want more kids in the program. And then number two, I think the other proud thing I would love to see is when these kids get their college acceptance letters. We got to think about it. This is a student that family has never seen a college acceptance letter. And to get something from UT or UTA or UNT, I mean, it's such a sense of pride that we get to celebrate with these families. So if there's anything I want to get out of it, I want to be able to see more kids get in the program, but also see more kids get that college acceptance letter. 
How many kids are in the program now? So let's say we're we're talking about the brand new. What do you refer to them? Do you refer we, to them as uh, leaders? Okay, oh, so we, we got the brand new lead- crop of leaders, leaders. Yes, that are starting their five-year journey. Yes. How many are are you going to see? Come so in? we will only accept sixty-eight students. 68. 68. So it's an elite program. So those 68 students will stay with us from the time they start their uh, eighth grade year until they graduate out of high school. So we're talking about 300 leaders in the program at one time. So not only so, you know, it's not huge numbers. Yeah. Because it is so intentional. And there's got to be a huge bond that these kids develop, because if you're a part of only 68 kids and then you spend five years together going on trips hanging out during the school year, going on projects together, they probably develop a really tight bond. Oh, my gosh. They become lifelong friends. They become best friends, some of these students. And the other thing we try to do, we try to go into schools and have a concentrated amount of students from a school so that they can then start building their own sense of community themselves, right? Because we're we're teaching them to build community no matter where they are. Mm -hmm. Where do most of the kids come from? Are they mostly from Dallas? They are from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay, so yes. it is kind of spread out a little bit, it, at least. Yes, yes, it is All kind right, of spread so out just a little bit. It's truly a metroplex yes, organization. Yes, it's a metropolitan program, but we also serve kids in the central Texas area, too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nobody's getting left out. No one's getting left out. What is your experience and background? How did we get to C5 Texas? Yeah. So I started out as a youth minority outreach worker for HIV and AIDS organization. So I would go out and talk to youth at juvenile um, detention centers, uh, psychiatric wards, at uh, different nonprofit organizations. For people that have it or to help prevent? To help prevent it, to help prevent the disease. I would go out and talk to um, a lot of kids, a lot of students. That is... It's pretty heavy work. It is. It is very much heavy work. Yeah, it definitely was. But it was a way for me to talk to kids about a subject that was oftentimes taboo Mm -hmm. and not spoken to them about at home. Right. So it was an opportunity for me to share um, stories and experiences, but also talk to them about safety and the importance of that on a larger scale than just this disease. So that was fantastic to do that. I then went on to work at another youth organization um, that also helped HIV and AIDS um, parents and and children. I left there and went to the Salvation Army as their grants manager. So managed a large portfolio of funding. They've been on the show a few times. They've been on, yeah, we love the Salvation Army. Absolutely. Um, Went there and then went to Big Brothers Big Sisters as their regional executive director. So was responsible for Dallas and Collin County. So when you think about just the amount of youth of serving, of building mentorship relationships, mentor-mentee relationships with those students. Um, So, I mean, I've had some other experiences, too. But But you have devoted, excuse me, your entire career to helping kids. Why? At what point did you decide that this is how you were going to spend your life? Yeah. So I realized probably some years back that my ministry and my mission was to see people succeed. And it doesn't matter where I work or where I go at the end of the day. That's my my entire goal is to see people succeed. And so whatever I need to do to help that happen for somebody, I do it. I think my other thing is that I have those things. Why can't other people have those same things? That's interesting. Too? Yeah. So, so is this something that you grew up with? Was this instilled in I, you? Uh, it was. So my uh, grandfather was a mayor pro tem and city council when I was growing up. Uh, my mother worked um, for another nonprofit organization as well as a director. Mm. Um, my father was a um, 
UAW representative growing up. So there's always been people that were in my life that were doing service for other people. And so I think that just built that culture within me to want to help people along the way. So, yeah, I've always so. But but again, like I said, my mission in ministry is always to see people succeed. And so I I remember one time somebody asked me in an interview was like, well, why do you want to work here? I was like, because it's helping people. And I was like, it doesn't really matter what your what your mission may be. My mission is to help people. So I'm just going to do the best that I can to do that. And I think for these students, I have a high school diploma. They don't. I have a college degree. They don't. So I want to get them to where I am. Are you from the Dallas area? I'm from Fort Worth. Fort Worth. It's a really interesting organization. <laughs> when is. I started looking it up, I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to work. Like you said, it's very structured. It is. And you guys have, I, it was really It's funny. all intentional. It's very it's intentional. It's very intentional. And I think that for an organization like this to run and run well, you have to have that. You do. Do you like that system? Do you like to be part of a system? Does that help you in your work in the way that you feel that you're able to accomplish things? Is that how you like to operate in a more regimented style? Both ways. So I think that structure is fantastic, but we're also flexible, right? So even though we're offering these sessions during the school year, we can also tailor them to the needs of the students. So we ask the students, what do you want to see? What do you want to be a part of this year? And then we find those experiences for them to be a part of. So though it is a structured, intentional program, there is still a lot of flexibility for us to meet the needs of the students that come into the program. So they get a say-so and how they and how they want to be a part of and what they want to be a part of throughout the year, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that as well. I'm a very um, flexible person. Okay. I am. Like, I'm very flexible. Like, you can say right now, we're going to leave. I won't even ask you where we're going. I'll just go. So I think that is a great part of me working a nonprofit because I don't have I don't have fear. That and yeah. kids. And kids. When you I take mean, nonprofit and kids, this yeah. is the attitude you yeah, have to you have. You do. Yeah, you do have to have it. You have to just be able to jump off a cliff and be okay with where you're going to land. And I think you get a chance to take risk because, you know, you're taking risk for a much greater cause. And that is to build a future of leaders that are going to be eventually taking care of this world. Danny Bethune is the executive director of C5 Youth Foundation of Texas. You can find them online at c5texas.org. Talk to me about some of the things that the kids are learning. As we said, we we talked about the trips that you take uh, during the summer. We talked about certain things that you're doing during the school year. I know that there's different programs set up that they are going to be a part of, but what are the kids actually learning when they're a part of C5 Texas? So, yeah, so when they are a part of C5 Texas, they are learning how to, we have like a cornerstone code. And so they are learning how to represent themselves and other in the community well. They are learning how to hold themselves to a higher standard. Um, They are learning how to be respectful for everyone in their community and then also working to build the future they wish to see. So all of those elements of our cornerstone help us to do that through the leadership development, the community awareness, the social, the community action, the social awareness and the college and career preparation. Do these kids have those things in them when you're thinking about the kind of kids that you're working with? Are those qualities in them and they need to be found and you guys are helping them to find those things? Or at that age, do these kids need that to be instilled in them and then it grows? Both. Both? Both. You find that in both. You find some kids that come out and they're just kind of naturally already 
in this state of mind, just haven't had the time to explore it. Mm-hmm. And then you have some students when we talk about, hey, how did you feel at your first interview? I was really nervous. I didn't know what to say. I wasn't confident. And then you interview them when they're a 12th grader is like, well, I'm, I feel more confident. I'm able to answer the questions. I can I can tailor my thoughts better in order to articulate whatever it is I need to say. I mean, it really helps them to groom themselves as individuals. So when we get our leaders in a room with adults, they're very comfortable. Mm. Because they've already learned how to build those types of respectful relationships. Just confidence building has got to be one of the most important things that you do. I would guess that if you don't start there, then a lot of the other stuff, it's going to be really hard to to make it stick. Right. Which is why in the first year, everything is about leading yourself. Start with yourself. You start with yourself. You All start right. with yourself. You start about how do I how do I lead myself along the way? How do I learn more about myself? So that's what we do. The first year, we really tap into who are you as a person right now? And then we're going to tap into that the entire time. So we, um, when we do summer experiences with the leaders, they have to journal every day. Mm. So they have to journal about their experience every day and what they're feeling because we need them to process those feelings because that's how we're going to teach you grit, perseverance, critical thinking, growth mindset, creativity, accountability. We're going to teach you those things because we're, we're asking you to evaluate yourself, which for a lot of adults are not self-aware. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know a lot of them. Yeah, too. I know a lot of people who aren't self-aware. Why is it so important to take them out of their element? You're you're taking them to Colleen. You're taking them halfway across the country. You're moving them into environments that they that are unfamiliar, that they are probably not comfortable in, and using that as the as a tool of some sort. I'm sure. Why is it important to take them to different areas to help them learn and be a part of this journey? Yeah, because the world is bigger than your backyard. And so that's one thing we're trying to teach them is that community is not only where you live. The community is the world. Hmm. And in order for you to understand it, you have to see it. So when they go to that summer camp, there is no technology. They are out in the sticks and they are having to learn to actually interact with people and not in in a way that they traditionally don't have to. Right. So um, we do this because we need to give them exposure and experiences that they traditionally are not going to have in their regular in their regular lives. Most of them don't go any further than school and maybe the store down the street. So, you know, we have to take them somewhere to where it's uncomfortable. We need them to be uncomfortable. Do they realize the, that these things are happening or does it all kind of sneak it's up sneaky. on them? Yeah, it's all sneaky. They I don't like understand. Kind of stuff. Yeah, they don't understand these things are happening to them. They don't understand. They are homesick. It wouldn't work <laughs> if it if it was too on the nose. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So Kids we, at that age, yeah. they would reject it completely. Right. And so when you're putting them in these new environments or they finally understand what it means to be homesick, right. they probably have never They've even been, thought no. that that was even possible. Uh, it it just gets their brains to start moving and thinking in different directions. We intentionally leave details out. So when we prepare them for an activity or an event, we traditionally do not give them all the details. We give them the details to make sure they get there. But once they get there, they don't know what they're going to expect. That is intentional because we need them to be thinkers. Mm. And if we're giving them all the answers, how do you become a leader with all the answers? I mentioned it earlier, that idea of plan and execute. That comes from your uh, program Road to College where the kids get together and they plan and execute an eight to 10 day college tour. Yes. And the idea of showing up and saying, we're going to go to UT today. There's not much that really requires you to do anything besides getting a bus, go to Austin 
walk around. But if you are planning that trip and figuring out how you're going to execute that trip, that's a lot more. Oh, yeah, because we give them a budget. So now you have to use your financial skills, and we've taught you financial skills in the as a part of the program, so you're catching those things. But, yeah, you have to plan everything. So you have to plan what school we're going to. You have to plan what community service you're going to do. You have to plan what you're going to eat. And is it cheaper for us to go to a restaurant in the college campus, or is it cheaper for us to get a meal ticket in the dining hall? Mm. Like, you know, and then on top of that, the road to college experience is meant to be a college experience. It's meant for you to walk in and have to go to some of these colleges within the university to really talk to some of the professors about degrees you'd want to, you know, opportunities that are available for you. But also understanding what what does campus life look like? So we encourage them to, hey, you need to stay in the dorms. And how much is that going to cost you to really have to stay in the dorm at that time compared to staying at an Airbnb or at a hotel or whatever the case may be? Do the kids, especially at that point, do they surprise you? with what they're able to do and how they're able to do these things? They have to re- they have to research it. So I think about this year they're going to Tulane. And they sent an cool. email and they pretty much were like, hey, we realize that the owner or the creator of Raising Canes is from Baton Rouge. So they're doing research, right, to try to connect their experience there wherever they go to a person or a thing yeah. that is happening there, too. So, yeah, it allows them to do research in which we're still grooming them and preparing them for high school and college life. Yeah. All right. Let's we're almost out of time. Oh, my gosh. Un- unbelievably. Real quick. Talk to me about the people that are helping these kids. There's a great staff at C5 that are making sure the kids are being a part of the process. They're a part of their lives. Who are the people that are helping the kids at C5? Yeah, so we have great program staff. We have wonderful alumni who've come back to Mm -hmm. help us. We have some um, people that are just counselors that love the kids and have stayed with us the entire time. So it's been a lot of just program staff and volunteers who support the work that we do. All right, before we wrap up, one of the things that we always need to talk about is how people can help this organization. What does C5 need? What are you guys looking for? Yeah, so we are always looking for people who have um, experience in the corporate world. So okay. if you are a person who would like to share your work with young with young leaders, we would love to have you come and be a part of that and, and provide an interactive presentation for the leaders to be a part of. Um, we always need dollars, right, to support these summer experiences Absolutely. that we are sending these kids on. So if you are a person and you love the outdoors or you just love kids, we would love to have your financial support in some way. $25 helps us to provide meals to them over the summertime. Um, $100 helps us to provide our leadership summit that we do with our leaders. And if you want to be just the greatest person in the world, we support a student at $3,500 a year is how much it costs us to provide these services for a leader. If you're interested in any of that, once again, the website c5texas.org. Coming up next, we are going to talk with the spokesperson of the organization, cowboy great Darren Woodson. Yes. And you guys just had a big thing uh, that just went down. Yeah, we did. So on Leap Day, we had our urban campfire event at Blue Fire at the Toyota Music Factory. And at that event, um, it's a really cool event. Um, a urban campfire. How many of you all have ever camped in the city? So it's, it's pretty neat. Um, we had some delicious food, some wonderful drinks, great entertainment. And we presented Darren with our first C5 Texas Medallion Award based on his leadership abilities, his dedication to Excellent. the community and his um, a commitment to education. And so I think it's important that when you hear Darren's story, you'll see why he's such a great fit for our organization and what we do. I'd love to keep speaking with you, but we are 
are unfortunately out of time. So if you would, I'd love to have you back down the road, talk more about the organization and what you guys are doing. It is C5 Youth Foundation of Texas. One last time, their website, c5texas.org. I've been speaking with their executive director, Danny Bethune. It has been great speaking with you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Nick. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.